Welcome everyone to today's Autistic Moment, a podcast for autistic adults by an autistic adult. My name is Philip King Lowe. I am the owner, producer, and host, and I am an autistic adult. Thank you so very much for listening. Today's Autistic Moment is a member of the National Podcast Association. Today's Autistic Moment is always a free-to-listen-to podcast that gives autistic adults access to important information, helps us learn about our barriers, to discover the strengths and tools we already have to use for the work of self-advocacy. This first segment of today's Autistic Moment is sponsored by the Autism Society of Minnesota, Minnesota's first autism resource. For over 50 years, the Autism Society of Minnesota has been honored to support Minnesota's autism community. Visit them online at AUSM.org. Please go to the new podcast episodes page of todaysautisticmoment.com where you will find all the shows and download the program scripts and with all of the hyperlinks I mentioned on each show and the interview transcripts. Interview transcripts for 2022 are sponsored by Minnesota Independence College and Community. If you want to listen to any previously published shows, go to the episode index page. Also, be sure to follow today's Autistic Moment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Please join today's Autistic Moment community group page on Facebook, where you can talk with me and other listeners. During the show, Autistic Adults and Ableism, with my guest Sue Swenson, in February of 2021, we spoke about ableism, the ableism that autistics experience through words that are spoken and attitudes conveyed through actions that are so toxic to our sense of well-being. Ableism is systemic because it is embedded into society. Disabled people, whether we are visibly disabled or invisibly disabled, are abused, neglected, presumed incompetent, or even assumed to be faking. If a disabled person like myself can own a podcast as the sole proprietor business owner, write, speak, advocate for myself, many would say, that I am, quote, too high-functioning, end of quote, to be autistic. I am a part-time wheelchair user because of my chronic back pain. When I am out shopping or roaming around in my chair and suddenly stand up, I have had people stare at me with an expression of, he isn't disabled, he must be faking on their faces. I have heard endless conversations by able-bodied people suggesting that many disabled people are receiving disability benefits that we don't really need if we own a home, drive a nice-looking car, or have anything that appears to be expensive. In other words, if we are, quote, really, quote, disabled, we shouldn't expect to have a nice life with good relationships, or be able to live a life that others envy, and if we do, we are not really disabled. 
ableism includes microaggressive phrases such as quote if only she would lose some weight they wouldn't be so sick or handicapped they are just lazy gluttons end quote i have heard things like that autistics experience ableism by how many are unemployed and economically poor ableism is the reason we struggle with relationships health care getting support services and having many people roll their eyes at us when we stim or fidget ableism occurs with the many people who shake their heads and walk away thinking that autistic adults just haven't grown up like we should have many of us autistics internalize these messages from our earliest childhood years and carry the wounds into adulthood when we become adults autistics internalize ableism whenever we are dismissed from a job or denied a bank loan to help pay for housing or denied services to help with executive functioning we internalize ableism and it can lead to self-abusive thoughts and behaviors because we often feel so powerless I have invited Eric Garcia back to today's autistic moment to talk with us about overcoming internalized ableism Eric is the author of we're not broken changing the autism conversation and was my guest on autism acceptance day on April 2nd Eric and I will talk about the ableist messages that autistics get and how we internalize them and what we can do to overcome those messages to find better self-acceptance and a healthier self-image be sure to stay tuned after this first commercial break to listen to Eric Garcia as we discuss overcoming internalized ableism Today's Autistic Moment can be downloaded and heard on Anchor FM, Apple, Google Play, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible. Self-direction has many different names self-determination, consumer direction, and even PDO. But they all mean the same thing. You are in control of your long-term care. With self-direction, choose what's best for you. Hire the people that you trust. In some states, they can even be your family. Manage your long-term care expenses. Self-direction offers the same or lower cost than other options. Control your care and choose the support that is most important to you. You deserve to be supported in your home and community, surrounded by friends and activities you love. With self-direction, you can live life on your own terms, regardless of age or ability. Take control of your care. Visit gtindependence.com.
The most important work that people do is take care of each other and the people who provide your care should have the best support. Life Superior is here to help you and your caretakers. This family-owned business is one of Minnesota's fastest-growing personal care providers because of the support they provide for their clients and co-workers. If you need a PCA agency that combines compassion and professionalism, or if you care for someone today and would like to learn how to get paid for this work, please call us at 612-824-4348 or visit us at lifesuperior.com forward slash autism. Welcome back. And now, please join me in welcoming back Eric Garcia. Eric, welcome back to today's Autistic Moment. I am so happy to have you back. Welcome. Uh, thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, our talk on autis Autism Acceptance Day was so wonderful. And during that interview you said the words overcoming internalized ableism and boy what a, what a set of words that is it's um, a lot yeah it's a oh, that's a very powerful pact of words um in february i did a show about trauma and characterized trauma as an unavoidable consequence for many autistics yes and now i think we're talking about another one that's an unavoidable consequence Right. Internalize, internalize ableism. So let's talk. What important information do we need to tell autistic adults and their caregivers about internalized ableism? I think the thing that I think about is I think about I just had a big talk with Devin Price, who his new book, um, Unmasking Autism, is, is, is a must read. Uh, I, I urge everyone to read it. And he said that being autistic. Masking is, nobody's born choosing to mask. You're forced into mask. Like you're born into masking is, is basically what he says. And I feel like internalized ableism is a lot like that. Nobody chooses to have internalized ableism. We are, it is forced upon us, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. When you live in a world that doesn't understand you and yeah. more importantly refuses to understand you mm. that and also spreads harmful ideas about autism and disability as a whole yeah that is going to program autistic people to say there is something wrong with you. 
Yeah, and again, I I I like to talk about um, ableism as microaggressive. Yes, the, these microaggressive messages, and I think it goes without saying, but let's say it anyway. We internalize those messages. That's what we're talking about here. Yes, correct. Yes, I would agree. Uh, those messages, the the way that we are conditioned the way that people discuss um, disability, when you talk about things like overcoming autism, or when you have all these conversations about uh, what causes autism or vaccines or things like that, it sets a tone to say that you are the problem. Mm. And you, you know, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you this perfect example. Um, when I was, I had to be, I couldn't have been 16 or 17. I remember on CNN, uh, I was watching CNN and uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, he interviewed the late Mel Baggs. Um, and it was a fantastic portrayal. It was the first time I'd seen an autistic person on television, like interviewed. It was, it, it was, it was incredible. Then right afterward, there was an interview with Larry King where Larry King interviewed um, Jenny McCarthy. And that was the first time I'd heard about the whole vaccine autism myth. And afterward, I went and I asked my mom, I was like, did I get diagnosed, you know, after I got vaccinated, things like that? And my mom was like, what are you talking about? So <laughs> that should have been a, a key there. But the point being is that, you know, you have, you know, you're conditioned immediately, even if you're given fully human portrayals of autism, to just immediately be snapped into reality that, okay, we see this, we see you as a problem to be solved. Mm -hmm. And that sets a tone for how you view yourself. And it isn't until oftentimes there's someone within that community to help you, you know, steer you towards saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. It's revelatory, it is uh, necessary, it is incredibly helpful, and it, and it changes lives. So it, it's mm -hmm. interesting how, um, how these things happen. Can you describe at all exactly how we internalize those things? I mean, or, or am I going? No, 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 it's, yeah, no that's important. I think, it's, I think the way that you... It's weird because I don't think that it's one specific um, thing that happens. It just, right. th these messages constantly permeate. So then what happens is um, I think that plays a big role in masking. Mm. Because if you have internalized ableism, then you are, you feel this impulse to, want to suppress your autistic traits mm. to want to not give yourself away. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like you don't yeah. want any tell. So as a result, you don't flap your hands or you don't stim or you don't verbal dump or you learn to, you learn any way you learn to suppress any little way that you, mm. um, might give people a hint that you're autistic. And mm. as a result, I think that is partially why you see a lot of autistic people with substance use disorders, myself included, 
um, is why I think you see a lot of autistic people, particularly women and transgender people and non-binary autistic people um, dealing with eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, it, basically, what you're doing is you're grasping for some kind of control and you're yeah. grasping for some kind of, if I follow these rules, then I'll, this is going back to what Devin Price told me. If I follow these kinds of rules, then I'll be a good and moral person and then people will like me. Yeah. So I think what it does is it manifests itself in different ways. Yeah. I love how you're talking about masking because we are following my show that I did with Lyric Coleman's known as the neurodivergent rebel about masking and burnout. And they said so eloquently that it's part of a world that simply does not see, or they don't want to see our autistic personalities as valid or or a part of the rest of the whole of society we are this group of people that you know that masks and and i love how we spoke of how that masking and closeting are very similar because it's 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 hiding your true self from the rest of the world yes absolutely it is i think that it it, it is very similar and john price uh, who's trans talks about this a lot. Nobody is born, nobody chooses to be in the closet. You're forced into the closet in the same way you're forced into internalized ableism. And so I think what happens then is you, everybody, because some people don't ever get out of internalized ableism. Right. Um, and I want to be clear about that. But I think that what happens oftentimes is it requires you being exposed to to other autistic people and realizing that your traits are not a reflection on whether you're a good or moral person. Exactly. They are a manifestation of a different permutation of being a human being. Right. And, you know, going to the point that, 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 uh, that we're saying, I think one of the things that's interesting is that like, so, so I was diagnosed when I was like seven or eight, you know, Mm. details are fuzzy, but like, you don't know what autism or Asperger's or whatever the hell or whatever in the world, I'll I'll fix that. You, you, you're seven or eight, you don't know what autism or Asperger's or whatever in God's name, you know, it is all you know is that you don't belong. Mm. Well, so even if you, you recognize that you're, uh, yeah. you have a disability, you just don't want to be seen that way. Well, let me tell you, I was diagnosed when I was 42, okay. and I can also tell, definitely tell you, that wasn't necessarily something I really wanted to know. But once I knew it and I understood it, I mean, I I love how my, my one of my therapists put it: it rewrites your entire life history. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. So whether you got diagnosed at seven or 47 or 37 or 107, it completely changes it. So what was interesting is after I saw that CNN special, I had, again, I had to have been 17, 16. It made me rethink everything that I thought about. Mm, and then, yeah. and then, uh, but then again, you know, I didn't think about it that much until I was in my twenties and I started writing about this stuff. 
And what was interesting, but like what what that what that did when I saw when I saw Mel Bags, is that made me rethink. Oh, this is something that autistic people do. And then again, you know, right after I saw Jenny McCarthy, even I didn't think about it for a long time until I realized that Jenny McCarthy was full of lies. Uh, but you know, and was a charlatan. But then, like, it wasn't until I started write, working as a journalist and writing about autism and, and meeting autistic people and interviewing autistic people that I was like, oh, this is a thing. Mm. Uh, this yeah. is not just me. This is not me being a failure or a failed version of human. And I think what happens, excuse me. And I think what happened, if I, if I can say something, and I think that. Being around other autistic people, interviewing autistic people, uh, interviewing autistic people, learning with them and, and speaking with them, it helped me deal with my own internalized ableism. It wasn't like I overcame my internalized ableism before I wrote this book, you know? No, no, no. And, and I have to say that, you know, I myself have my days when it just happens yeah. to, to be more so than others. After this next commercial break, Eric and I will talk about how ableism causes many autistics to think that our true disabled self needs to be suppressed, leading to masking. We will also talk about how each of us being unique is a strength to self-advocacy towards overcoming internalized ableism. Please stay tuned. Support for today's Autistic Moment comes from Best Care Home Care Agency. Best Care offers PCA choice, homemaking, and 245D services throughout the metro and greater Minnesota. Visit their website, bestcaremn.com, to learn more about their services. Many of the listeners of today's Autistic Moment are in places where they cannot find up-to-date information about autism. Other podcasts focus on the medical model, including treatments and cures for autism, without listening to the voices and concerns of actually autistic people who want to live happier and more fulfilling lives as they are. Today's Autistic Moment is helping autistic adults find each other and join the movement for neurodiversity to make the world a better place for neurodivergence. The podcast is always free of charge because autistic adults and people who care about autistics listen to and support my work. When you go to todaysautisticmoment.com to purchase a spinner fidget or click on the blue button to subscribe to my Patreon page, you are helping me to make this podcast better and better with each show, guest, and transcript. You can purchase a spinner fidget for $4.99 plus sales tax, shipping, and handling, and or subscribe to my Patreon page starting at $1 a month or more by going to todaysautisticmoment.com right now. Thank you for supporting Today's Autistic Moment.
Are you a company or an organization that works with or wants to work with neurodivergent entrepreneurs? Are you overwhelmed with writing documents and social media copy? Well, look no further than Taz Thoughts LLC, neurodivergent owned and operated writing company. We do the writing so you don't have to. Remember, be kind, keep an open mind, and contact us today at taskbots.com so you can hire neurodivergent. Support comes from Minnesota Independence College and Community a life and career skills program for young adults with autism and learning differences. Help a young adult take a step towards their independence and a vibrant life. Learn more at micommunity.org. You know, uh, we, we can easily say that internalized ableism is its own barriers, but let's talk about what are those barriers for autistic adults? When we talk about internalized ableism, what are the barriers to overcoming it? Maybe we can talk about that. I think this is a good, this is a really good question. I think the barriers they overcome, they can be big or they can be small. They can be, um, if you don't have a supportive system around you, then mm. that can lead to you. Um, that can prevent you from expressing your full self. Yes. And that can teach you that your full self is, um, is bad and it needs to be suppressed. Mm. Um, I think other barriers might be, you, you know, like we all, we all kind of mask in one way or the other. We all put on our bravest face, whether we're autistic yeah. or neurotypical, but autistic people do more so than others. But I think that uh, another barrier might be um, a lack of exposure to mm. other autistic people. Mm. If you are, uh, you know, there's benefits and drawbacks to growing up integrated or not being diagnosed or being diagnosed, there's benefits and drawbacks to both. I think one thing that could be a drawback for growing up mostly with other without other autistic people around you is you don't see that that is that what you're doing is normal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I would I I so agree with that. Um, I mean, I think one of those barriers really is is that you know many of us have been through the loss of jobs because of an autistic behavior. Yes. We've been through the loss of a relationship because of, because whomever we've been dating or maybe in a, in a more serious relationship with, they just don't understand how autism is affecting that particular yeah. relationship. We get these messages, of course, that our sensory, our sensory processing, it's not important. You're just, 
pretending it's really not that serious but and no matter how much we try to tell people those things it's like they're not listening yeah i think that's what that's one of those big that barriers an, to this that is a massive barrier is that it, because even if you come to real even if you come to get a diagnosis even if you come to um you know understand yourself more you're still getting these messages at home or mm-hmm. in your workspace or in your workplace or in your social life that oh no this is a bad thing like I, incidentally one of my favorite things that i hear is when uh is when is when i'm like uh is when I hear like a parent say, oh, well, my kid's not autistic. And then I'm like, you know, well, or, or then like some autistic people will be, say like, oh, well, they do, you know, this or this or this. And then they're like, you know what? Yeah, well, I do that. <laughs> yeah. You're so close to getting it, you know? Yeah. So close. Like you might be too, or you might have a broad, you know, there might be broad autism phenotype in your family, like this close, but you know. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I, you and I talked about this the last time, but I'm, I'm, and I keep talking about it, but I think it's very important to talk about how those functioning labels are a, a barrier, an obstacle to overcoming ableism. That's yes. because they class of how they classify us. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Absolutely. It is. A, it is a barrier because I think that internalized ableism it's bad. Like, like internalized ableism is bad for everybody. Let's 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 right, right, absolutely. Let's put that on the table. But I think it it it's it's bad for different people for different reasons. Almost, you know. So like, it's bad if you are a non-speaking autistic person with an intellectual disability, because right. then you're just taught that you just don't. You're not going to amount to anything. Right. Immediately, you're just you just so you just set expectations low for yourself. Um, and I think that for a lot of autistic people who maybe can speak or have lower support needs, internalized ableism is bad because um, it prevents you from self-actualization because right. if you get, if somebody suggests you might be autistic because you've had so many bad, um, it's a quaint, it's associated with negativity. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I'm not like, I'm not like those autistic people. I'm not, I'm not autistic because the, the, a that is bad because you're thinking about one group of people in a negative way. Right. But yeah. b it's preventing you from really actualizing yourself. So yeah. those functioning labels they're bad because they don't help autistic people you know get what they need. But they're also bad because they pit different autistic people against each other. I would agree with that completely. You know, and and I have to say that I since I've been hosting today's autistic moment, I mean, I've gotten my share of emails from, from listeners who they're in areas where quite frankly, my podcast is one of the most, one of the most reliable sources of information they can find because the resources and programs, they're just not there to assist them. I mean that, you know, and then also finding a local autistic community that can share their values, that can share their experiences with finding that is very difficult. And one of the reasons I host this host this show is because I want other autistics to find each other yes. a little bit, you know? So that's one of my hopes for this podcast that that's what we're doing. Let's move into um, what steps should autistic adults and our supporters take? Um, 
um, to advocate for our needs. And I think it's very important here. Let's begin by talking, what are, what would you think, what do you think are the strengths that autistic people have to help us overcome internalized ableism? I think we need to identify those. Good question. And we should predicate, we should preface this by saying that no one, that no autistic, not all autistic no autistic person is reflective of anybody else. Like we're a very broad and vast neurotype and like that, that's, that's very important. So getting that out of the way and recognizing that, I think the most, I think the most important thing, I think that would, what does help is that um, because we don't, because politesse is, you know, a second language to all of us, I think it can help us be very forthcoming about and saying what we need once mm. we know what we need. Yeah. So, so that, that that's 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 a very good thing. I think the other thing is that contrary to what a lot of other people what, what a lot of people think, we are incredibly empathetic. And I think that helps us when uh asking for our own support systems because what we do is that we is that allows us to meet someone on a level playing field. It's it you know if you're advocating for your needs at school, for example, or at college, especially if, you know, staffing is short, you know, you see, you see this a lot during the coronavirus pandemic um, or, 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 you know, uh, universities or whatever, you know, you could say, look, I understand that you may not have all the resources or all the money that you want, but these are the things that can help me. I think how, the fact that we do have that empathy, even if we don't necessarily immediately understand what somebody's thinking or feeling, um, is incredibly helpful because then what it does is it shows that we are partnering with someone, we're not fighting with them. Mm. So, so, so I think I think that's I think that that's a, I think those those are two off the top of my head. I think those are two incredibly positive strengths that autistic people help that can help that 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 allow them to better articulate their needs. Mm. Yeah, and um, this is where I want to repeat something. I actually haven't said this in a, in a little while, but um, and that is that. Um, our knowledge of our autism, yes. of our own brand, make, and model of autism, is how I put it, is in itself a strength. But one of the things I, I so appreciate about you and your book is you do exactly what I've often told my listeners to do. We need to tell our stories about what being autistic means for us. Each of us means to us. Yes. That helps people understand just how, how deep some of that internalized ableism has gone. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that was interesting to me and and, and one of the things that continues to fascinate me is when I meet other autistic people, it is fascinating how we are simultaneously so similar and we are so different. Right. And what I mean by that is, of course, we are all different people. We're all individuals. Autism as much we affect autism as much as autism affects us, you know, you you, you know, that's just part of being human being. And one of the joys of being a human being is how different we all are. But there is like a through line and a thread that all of us have experienced 
or it, it may manifest in different ways, but we still are just in the same way that we are all human and we have all these commonalities, mm-hmm. the same way we are all, uh, all of us autistic people have these similar strands and similar strains and similar uh, experiences. And I think that what that, that in of itself can be an incredible tool against ableism because then what it does is it shows how common our experiences are and it shows and what it does is then a it helps us overcome our own problems and then what it does is it builds a community and it shows us that we're not alone we have other people who love us we have other people who experience these things and it builds a kind of solidarity and it gives us kind of a a safety net if we fall off the tightrope of living in a neurotypical world yeah Yes, I, I I I hear that and I agree. Um, like I said, part of this question is um, our tools and strengths yeah. that we already have to and use them for that work of self advocacy. When we're speaking of internalized ableism, um, you know, um. It goes without saying that those micros those microaggressive messages that we have internalized, yeah, they hurt. They yeah. hurt, and they hurt us deeply. And um, sometimes it's by, uh, sometimes it is by letting people see how deep that hurt has gone. That yes. can help people understand that we must overcome this internalized ableism. And we must also give ourselves um, the, what do I say it, the room, the latitude to overcome it in our own time in our own way yeah absolutely i think that one of the things one of the best tools against internalized ableism is recognizing that we're autistic recognizing how similar all of us are and that enables us and hannah gadsby has talked about this she said that like being autistic has allowed her to be kinder to herself realizing yeah. she's allowed her to be kinder to herself i think that when you find out that you're autistic and you find the community that gives you the grace as you said it, it rewrote your entire past the same way you realize, oh, all of these things that I was trying to do, they were me compensating yeah. um, for or me yeah. putting on a cover for other people. And that's, uh, that once you realize that, you, then you can realize, okay, you were doing the best you could. You can say to yourself, you were doing the best you could. You did everything you could with what little you had. So you're very, like, in some ways, I want to say to, like, 13, 14-year-old Eric, you're a very brave kid. Right. Because you're going out every day, and you don't know all the things about yourself, but you're, like, you're still going out there, and you're still doing it. You know, that's right. that's incredibly courageous. So. Right. Yes, it is. And, you know, um, I have to say that to those who did learn when they were younger, um, if I envy anything, I would have to say it's the fact that they've had their their lifetime, they've had their lifetime to continue to get to know theirs, to know their struggles, and to struggle with those struggles, and to develop a, a, a positive sense of themselves yes. or some kind of sense of themselves, so that they can they can live into it. Um, I I believe that um, when it comes to being our true selves, we. I don't think we live it out as much as we live into it. When we choose to live into who we really are, we can indeed bring out some of the best of who we are. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, I I truly, when we live into it and out to it, I I, I hold that that is such a good way 
of, of, of describing it. And it's something, it, it, I think anything that I would say is, and you've already said it, is that this is a continuous process and it's going to take, it takes a yeah. lifetime to learn and unlearn. Yeah. We need to stress in this that a lot of the uh, challenge comes from the fact that um, the word disability carries with it its own um, stigmatization that is still connotations that are still used to this very day. And no, there is nothing evil wrong or dis or whatever with being disabled. Yeah. Um, and 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 we 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 are so joined with others other disabilities that um, that we need to continue to say that loud and clear. Um, but you know the fact that we are disabled or and we struggle with things that doesn't mean that we're not. Um, vitally, uh, vitally active, um, important people, and yeah. internalized ableism tends to uh, make us to to pull ourselves out of society rather than see us as part of a society that we're just different and unique. And so what? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And I think that like what I think that's one of the best things about internalized ableism, about overcoming internalized ableism is that we're able to is that it it, it gives us the capacity to present ourselves fully to the rest of the world. And that and that in and of itself is a great is a, is a great privilege and a great blessing. After this final commercial break, Eric will share with us one of his personal stories of how he overcomes internalized ableism, followed by today's Autistic Community Bulletin Board. Please stay tuned. Looking Forward Life Coaching helps change stumbling blocks of life into stepping stones towards success. Life can be complicated, almost like a river. At times there are rapids, and other times it kindly winds along its path. To have a guide as you navigate this river of life is essential. To be encouraged and supportive during both the rapids and calm path is something Looking Forward Life Coaching can provide. We meet one-on-one -on -one with our clients within their local community or virtually to provide resources and tools to help survive the rapids and enjoy the calm waters. If this is something you're interested in, please feel free to schedule a free meet and greet. Email us at info at lookingforwardlc.org or call 612-504-7414. We look forward to helping you change stumbling blocks of life into stepping stones towards success. June is LGBTQIA plus Pride Month. On June 19th, we will celebrate Autistic Pride. Ian Perkis, the autistic advocate and author from Australia, will join me for an insightful episode, 
the intersection of LGBTQIA pride and autistic pride on June 6th. On June 20th, the episode The Intersection of LGBTQIA Pride and Disability and Autistic Pride will take a slightly different turn. I will be joined by Andrew Gerza, who is a gay person with cerebral palsy and an exceptional advocate for all disabled people through his own podcast, Disability After Dark, and social media presence on several platforms. Andrew and I will talk together about what is happening all too often with disabled people who are LGBTQIA+, as well as autistic people. Andrew is going to talk about what is happening with disabled people in general, while I will be talking about what is happening with autistic people. If you want a more comprehensive understanding of what is happening in all of these communities, this is the podcast episode to listen to. Be sure to listen to the Summer of Self-Care series during July and August. My guests and I will talk about such things as self-care during seasonal depression, self-care during sensory overload or meltdown, self-care during a crisis, and self-care during an election year. Thank you for listening to today's Autistic Moment. to ask you before we we close this out do you have a personal story of your own that you can relate to our audience of working on overcoming your own internalized ableism oh you know i'll give you a perfect one that happened just this week you know i was really worried um i was texting someone i was texting a really good friend i worried that i had said the wrong thing because i because i think a lot of autistic people would say things without filter I mean, it was, it, I said something completely harmless, but like they hadn't responded in like five minutes. Like, and I was just like, ah. uh, and I was just like, oh, did I say the wrong thing? I think what I did is I, because I've been reading Devin Price's book and he says so eloquently, you know, uh, spend a day not thinking about what other people think of you. And so I, you know, I was, I was stressing and I was just like, wait, I just had this conversation with Devin. Like, let me, and I've just been reading his book. Let me, let me try that. And what it did is that things worked out. My friend eventually got back to me and texted me. Uh, and I was able to give myself that kind of social grace. So that doesn't sound like a big thing, mm. but it is such a small thing to give yourself that permission. Yeah. And not to live in fear. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I, think, I think that sounds so small, but it's the beginning of something. And that, and, and the reason I, I pointed out is that I want to say to people who listen to me, I don't want people to think that I've, that I've dealt with overcoming internalized ableism completely. I, I work on it every day and there's things right. that I do every day, day in and day out, and I'm constantly working on it and I'm constantly, I'm learning it. So 
so so so that that's that's an anecdote that just happened literally like on monday you know Monday. yeah well i yeah well i appreciate you sharing that because like i say it's i think it's important that we hear and we share our stories of things like that um you know and yeah um well eric um i just count it such a great privilege to have had you on two shows this year uh i continue to be amazed at how you share your own stories and how you write and um you know i can tell you that from my my own my own interactions on social media and and as i watch and see i i see the work that you're doing and thank you so much for doing it because we we need it we need that that advocacy that representation so much so thank you so much thank you and thank you for creating a platform where autistic people can exchange this information and disseminate this information that's really it cannot be overstated how important that is yeah thank you so much and that's exactly one of the things i wanted today's autistic moment to become a place where autistics can be heard and our stories our topics and those things that are so relevant to our daily lives. So thank you so much for that. You're doing that and more, thank you. Today's Autistic Community Bulletin Board. All of these events announced with links can be found at todaysautisticmoment.com forward slash bulletin board forward slash. Understanding Autism virtual classes will be offered by the Autism Society of Minnesota. These classes are perfect for autistic individuals, caregivers, and those who want to understand the basics of autism and support autistic people. Classes will be held on June 20th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., July 18th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., August 14th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., September 19th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Classes are free of charge but you must register to attend. On May 24th, from 7 to 9 p.m., Noah Simpson will present a virtual skill shop at the Autism Society of Minnesota entitled Medical Cannabis and Autism Spectrum Disorder. Gain information and strategies involving medical cannabis. Minnesota's Medical Cannabis Program and how cannabis can be effective treatment for a variety of conditions, including autism. The Autism Society of Minnesota invites autistics to submit your application online now to speak on a variety of topics at the 5th Annual Autistic Community Summit on Saturday, September 17th. All applications are due by July 2nd. Send an email to zjames at awesome.org, that's c-j-a-m-e-s at a-u-s-m dot org, if you have any questions. Go to ausm.org for more information about these and other events at the Autism Society of Minnesota. Today's Autistic Moment is sponsored in part by Looking Forward Life Coaching. Looking forward turns stumbling blocks into stepping stones towards success. Go to lookingforwardlc.org for more information. If you would like to have your business or organization mentioned, have questions or comments about today's autistic moment, please send an email to p k l o w e 
at todaysautisticmoment.com. Thank you for listening to Today's Autistic Moment, a podcast for autistic adults by an autistic adult. May you have an autistically amazing day.